the Kenobi show sucks. Uh, let me be more precise. It sucks and swallows. Um, actually, uh, better than that, it sucks and swallows. Um, actually, I could do one better. I don't mean that this is something that is like plot bad or story bad or character bad. I mean, just on a directional note, like all of those things are bad, like terrible, in fact. But in terms of just doing basic shit that you would see in the show, it can't do it or it hasn't done it. So let's say like, um, you know, typically keeping time a certain factor. So um, there's like a scene on the third on the third episode where um, fucking Obi-Wan and like this lady that they find in a weird way, uh, they're talking and it's like, like high noon, like right in the afternoon or whatever. And then Darth Vader shows up and it's nighttime. And it's like, the fuck happened? We seen them enter the place and then them spend just a few minutes talking. How the fuck is it night? Just bad direction, right? And it was like, you, you, they did it for the ambiance of, Oh, you should feel threatened right now because of Vader. But realistically, it's like you could have just had it to where when they got there, it was just later in the day. It it wouldn't have did anything. It wouldn't have changed nothing. And then when it became nighttime, it would have made sense. Hell, prior to that, on that episode, on that same fucking episode, the lady in front, like, um, she talks to Obi Wan, and um, she essentially she was his contact that he was supposed to meet up with when he came to the planet. And this is like in the beginning of the episode. And then they were waiting at the contact point and the contact never showed up. And then they just hitchhiked a ride. So then when the contact does show up, she says, I, um, you guys didn't wait for me. And essentially she was like, they didn't wait for her. And so she missed them. And then like, that's why they ended up in the situation that they ended up in kind of putting blame on Obi-Wan's impetuousness. Cause he was like, yeah, hey, we just sitting out here in the open and I got a fucking princess near me and i'm really supposed to be at home watching luke but you know whatever raisins now this is where the problem lies with that when she appeared she came from the opposite fucking direction so to fix that and then keep the dialogue making sense all you would have had to do is have her come from behind obi-wan and leia and that would have been fine but instead she comes from in front of them so then that doesn't make any goddamn sense. If anything, you are super late. So you didn't miss shit. <laughs> like you just didn't get there in time, goddammit. So shit like that happens throughout the whole fucking series. And it just throws off everything that's going on with the show for like any type of serious notion that you should um take uh because of the fact that it's like, all right, just on a on an actual directorial standpoint like do you not see the glaring mistakes that you're making to where it's like obviously your dialogue is having it to where these characters are doing one thing but you're shooting the movie in a way where it's like that can that can't possibly make any fucking sense it is so unbelievably stupid um they have a part where i mean at the end of the third episode leia gets kidnapped by the black bitch that um essentially he had to cry on twitter or on um, instagram because she said people were racist against her but it was really a big publicity stunt. And if you've seen the show, then it's like, yeah, you understand. Like, yeah, it, it it's a publicity stunt. A lot of people are probably just mad because Star Wars and Star Wars fans. But yeah, um, whoop de doo You ain't the first. You ain't, you ain't the first monkey that's been called a monkey that's ever been on TV. So, yeah, calm the fuck down. If anything, you just count your blessings that you was a 
part of a Disney whatever and move the fuck on with your life. But instead, they, they're bullying me. They call me racist. They, they said racist. Thing. And no one said anything that was like terrible. It's like, like nothing. <laughs> but eh, I'm not. I'm a big girl. <laughs> And if you've seen her acting in the show, you like, why didn't anyone criticize that? Because the bitch can't act. Uh, she's like super aggressive and angry for absolutely no reason. And then it doesn't come off as endearing or villainous, just more so just really lame and aggressive. And it's like, you you have no reason to be this high strung. And even if it's something that they're going to explain later, I don't know why you're doing it now. So this isn't good. Um, nor is it making me like, oh, I can sympathize with the villain here. No, no, this bitch is just crazy. And then it's weird that she's this crazy, especially when she's trying to, I guess, up her career, a career in which you're supposed to follow orders, but all she continues to do is not follow orders. Fucking weird, right? But whatever. Uh, but on that third episode, you have that black bitch essentially beat Leia down a secret passageway when she didn't know about the secret passageway. She spent some time looking in like the entrance place and then you also had someone circle back to come out from said entrance and yet see she was able to not only leave so that the person who circled back didn't see her which is also fucking possible um and then that person who exited out the little secret tunnel also didn't get caught by the other inquisitors who were literally outside the door rounding up people to check to see if any of them were um Obi-Wan or Jedi's or anything like that. Um, but then she's able to leave from the entrance of the trail, somehow magically go all the way around to beat Leia, who was basically damn near, uh, should have been like, couldn't have been just a little bit close to the actual fucking end of the little um, trail. And then kill the person that she was waiting for and then proceed to kidnap her. That made no fucking sense. But it was just a direction thing where it was like, this nigga, you had to give something to explain as to how the fuck she I, even showed up there or it made sense that she would get there before her. Something, just anything. Get Put her on a bike, um, show her, say, um, like run out and look up schematics or something. And then she like gets happy when she sees like where like an intersection goes and then she like cuts through there or something like that. Any fucking thing something to make it to where that part made fucking sense but that's what the whole show is a nonsensical piece of shit and again like just small shit direction wise fucking stupid i mean they put leia in this movie which is retarded because in accordance to the original movies leia um, and obi-wan never met um so you know it's like go fuck yourself with that if you're a fan which i am not but, hey, my heart goes out to you guys. Y'all seeing y'all beloved thing getting raped over and over and over again. And there will never be room for redemption because Disney don't give a fuck. And they've already said that they will never tackle anything in accordance to the main mythos of Star Wars ever again. So this is it, people. This is all you're going to get in terms of establishing canon. And it's all wrong. But, yeah, I live with it. I mean, it's not like they could have made a dope-ass series called Vader and it just been what Darth Vader was doing during um, during his time of infamy, gaining his 
fear and reputation as well as his mindset of going on into the dark side and just and just what the emperor did to convince him to be the way that he is as well as see a, a gaggle of star wars um characters be introduced like different jedis and whatnot or people in the empire who essentially are like new to the order or they don't really know about what's going on or they kind of like you know and it's like i didn't think the empire was like this or like they're more so on on the bench of listening to palpatine or whatever and then you have vader just doing dirt bring back hayden christensen to be in the suit like they did for the obi-wan show and then since james earl jones is so he's obviously okay with doing it he could have voiced it this shit could have been a dope ass movie it could have been amazing it would have been your joker and it probably would have made more money too but nope instead you want to do something that focuses on obi-wan and then you made it to where obi-wan doesn't even act like obi-wan fucking weird so goddamn weird but yeah they had like another directional thing weird a weird thing is that they got someone to play leia even though she doesn't mean obi-wan like i said but they got someone to play leia and then it's a little girl that essentially is super slow She's super slow when she runs like she's a mall walker. Um, you know, like, you know, the the old ladies that be like walking competitively throughout a mall. Um, like she runs like that. And because she's a little kid. And essentially, it's just weird because you have grown, grown ass people. Essentially, they're running after her, but they can't catch her. Like her tiny little legs, for some reason, are just that much faster than them. It, it's fucking embarrassing whenever you see it all you have to do is like space out the um like give give some space in between when she starts running and when they start running after her or have a um far more obstacles in the way that she's able to easily bypass than an adult would have an issue trying to get through thus allowing distance to be made thus justifying her being able to like not be caught but instead it's just that she should be mall walking and huffing along and and these assholes literally will run up towards her and then you could see their feet slow fucking slow down. Hell, there's a moment where there's like a branch in front of this green bitch when she's like first trying to kidnap Princess Leia, and there's like a branch in front of her. And it's like obviously you're supposed to hit that or something. But within the show, she actually looks up and sees the branch and then looks back down at Leia and then continues to fucking run. And so then my mind is like, okay, well, then she's going to like bend down and try to avoid it. But in doing so, she's going to lose speed, you know, science. And then she looks up at it again in order to do her stuntman job, which was to actually hit the branch and then have it just throw her off of her game so badly that she just like, just like, ah, this girl is just impossible to catch now. (laughs) It's so terrible. Just... That's just so fucking bad. And I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. Now, you also have the added notion of essentially the extended universe existing and seeing as how that shit got plastered into the front of the face of the, um, the chick that's running Star Wars now. You, you have to wonder, why is it that your correction towards all of the bad mistakes that you've made within the series as well as um, just um, making the fans upset is that you will continue to go down the same path that is doing nothing but ruining the credibility that you have over this IP over and over and over and over and over again. You know, it's like there are a multitude of comic books and books that are out that explain literally everything that you need to be explained within this series. And you have 
the rights to. And all you gotta do is just move that shit and put it on TV, and you'd be fine. Look, look what the Mandalorian did. The Mandalorian, especially the first season, is such bare bones phoning in um type of, of, of a series. It's not that engaging, not not really that good. It's an okay watch for sure. But it's not really anything that's like, oh man, like that's that was great. Now, you know, you want to add in biases and whatnot. Like, yeah, I don't like Star Wars, but still, you know, you, you get credit where credit is due. But the show itself is just, it's like, yeah, I was an okay watch. The second season, I actually um, thought was a better, um, was a much better crafted series than the first season was, which was a nice way of introducing a bunch of shit. But the second season, I felt that with the once, like, since you now know everybody and you're just in the groove of seeing this, you know, um, wolf and cub situation going on, uh, it just became far more interesting. Now it's like, all right, you know exactly where, they're stand, where they stand. It's no longer the concept of the Mandalorian trying to figure out a way to kind of ditch the kid or find some place for him to go, but more so like, nah, I'm taking care of him, period. And then seeing when they separate and it actually meaning something when it happens. So... I, I don't understand where, like, you know, that was something that was done to appease the fans. And that is something that wasn't, you know, it didn't take years for it to be done or anything like that. It's just that it was done by someone who actually cares about Star Wars. No, or done by two people who care about Star Wars. And then people praise them to all high heavens. And so then it's like, all right, just, you don't got to get them, but find someone else who just at least fucking cares. That way it's like, this shit will make sense or something, but nope. Anyhow, Disney do. Hell, everyone wanted them to fire the chick that's in charge of um, Star Wars. And I believe she got like a fucking raise or something. <laughs> it was like, are you guys high? And it was like, she had to do something in order to get the, to the position that she's in. So let's not fucking act like, you know, that's something that's just easily going to go away because she's had a few hiccups. That's not how corporations work. And Disney, before anything else, is a corporation. Not something that needs to care about fucking Star Wars. Because they don't. So, that made all the more fucking sense and gave nothing but more concrete reasoning as to why anything else that's coming out that's related to Star Wars is going to be shit. But, they just keep doing it. But going back to Obi-Wan. The funny thing about Obi-Wan was that, because I, I want to do a summary of the show because I, I don't really feel like doing that, but it's so bad and lore-breaking, it, it's disturbing. Now, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I know more than the average Joe, and I am very much interested in the lore. I do appreciate Star Wars lore. I'd say that. The history, the different characters and things like that, I'm cool with some of that, but the movies, I can't stand. I don't like them, don't really care for them, didn't grow up watching them, so it doesn't really hit me the way how it does a lot of other people. But at the same time, I've seen the movies, I know what the characters are, I know what they do, you know, who doesn't like to crack up watching um, um, episode three? You turned her against me! <laughs> you underestimate my power! It's over, Anakin! I have the high ground! <laughs> who doesn't like that? Um, but it, it was so, it's so ridiculous in terms of how it is lore breaking that 
there's certain things that the show does that easily could be explained by implementing shit from the lore. But because it does not showcase it or tell us these things, then there's no point in assuming that that's what happened. That just seems like a, uh, see now you, the perfect word to use would be gaslighting, but I don't like saying that, but it would be essentially just a ridiculous way of, of essentially creating an excuse for the show's bad writing and, um, horrible direction and concepts and whatnot to be like, well, you know, the force allows you to do this. How, how the fuck, uh, I mean, like, that's the end all, that's the go-to move for anything within Star Wars, even if you were going to, like, back from, like, the original trilogy, but still, it's something where it's like, that's a tangible thing within their world that they kind of talk about or give you hints in when they use it. It's not something that just anyone can use, but at the same time, it's not the end all, be all for everything. It's something that just, it, it it's a, it exists but that doesn't mean that it's abused, right? And so it's like, I respect that. You know, it's like, just because you can do all these force powers and things like that don't mean that you're just, you're just able to fucking do it. And that's why I totally agree with Star Wars fans in terms of how ridiculous the character Rey is as her appropriation to the shit doesn't make any sense because there's no training involved. Bitch just could do shit that, you already know and has been established that you need to fucking train for this. You can't just do it. No one can. You have to train. <laughs> but not just with her. Just I could just do because I have a vagina and I am bound. I say bound by honor. <laughs> if there's ever a video to watch, it's the review of that movie by um Lyle McRaff or like Lyle McDouchebag. I think this is a YouTube channel. I can't remember. Uh, or Raff Club. That thing is funny. But uh, <laughs> he talks about the fact that Ray has like literally like multiple different reasonings behind her. Uh, like basically she makes up different goals that she set for herself within this um, movie that all don't make any sense <laughs> because she's not a character. She's not a, a person. She just exists. She exists to be a Mary Sue. But um, within Obi-Wan, uh, going back to what I was talking about, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, so them doing shit that kind of messes with the lore, like uh, having a black bitch, the one who was like, you know, getting attacked or whatever, uh, having that bitch essentially snoop around shit because she just sees something and it's like, well, that's odd. And then by snooping around, it's just immediately she finds a secret location or whatever. And it's like, how the fuck she do that? And it's like, well, the force could have led her. And it's like, no, it couldn't have. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it doesn't fucking work like that. Was it the Harris Ford line from the terrible um, seventh movie? Hey, that's not how the force works. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, she just found a secret entrance. And then she didn't go down the tunnel which would have been a far more interesting thing to do would be to have her go down the tunnel, kill the chick that was with Leia, and then kidnap Leia that way. Fine. But also, you gotta remember, Disney, they're not gonna kill a vagina. How dare they? That'd be that'd be wrong. That would infuriate the armada. So, couldn't kill a vagina. Nor could you have a vagina get her neck snapped by Darth Vader because the vagina has speaking lines. You could do this to some random broad, but even then, all he did was drag her, and then she just kind of stopped moving. So you don't really know if she, like, passed out or anything, because he didn't do anything, like, super harmful to her. Um, 
So it's like you didn't necessarily see her dead, but you shouldn't. It, um, but you ain't got no proof that she alive either. It's a win-win kind of scenario for anyone who wants to see how edgy Darth Vader can be. Lame. Um, but hell, even having the um, the chick that was running through the tunnel, and I was like, hell, the reason she ran through the tunnel is because Leia told her, "Go help Obi Wan. He needs your help more than I do. I'm good." I'm a little girl. I'm a 10 year old girl that looks like a seven year old girl. Actually, it looks like she's six or five. Um, it was like, I'm a 10 year old girl. I totally know how to handle and take care of myself. Obviously, you need to make sure that I get fucking home. And that's far more important than that man's life, that old man's life, which is why he entrusted my life to you to make sure that that happened. Because I'm a fucking child. But this grown ass woman. Um, has the bright idea to leave the kid. Fucking crazy. Just absolutely crazy. It's not, not good. It's just really not good. You have way too many contradictions when it comes to just um, things where, that are already established within the Star Wars lore and um, things that they bring up and they talk about within this series. You have Obi-Wan acting as if the Force is like a... Um, it's like something that he, like, since he's been uh, meditating for all this time, he just can't fucking utilize or use or anything like that. Um, you also have the uh, interaction between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan and that being the fight on the third episode, which was just pathetic um, because of how easily Obi-Wan was getting his ass kicked. But then also how easily Darth Vader just let him run away. Um, especially, I keep saying especially, but even considering the fact that only until the uh original first star wars movie when obi-wan and darth vader fight that iconic line when i left you i was the apprentice now i'm the master it it was all and then like i'm um, also when he could sense obi-wan it was like this um presence that i've never felt it for i haven't felt this presence for a long time insinuating that essentially he's never met kenobi until today so having them have an interaction just seems really stupid. But what I would have preferred, which I think would have been a doper concept or a doper scene entirely, when Darth Vader shows up, you essentially got the presence of this nigga is someone that you don't fuck with. Even showcasing the Inquisitors just kind of being afraid of them and everything like that. I felt like they could have shown more fear from them um, because like one of them could have tried to say something or take credit for something like that. And then he give them the look. As like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and then essentially do something that is well within the means of Darth Vader. Because he was doing shit that wasn't characteristic. He just started randomly murdering people, which made no sense. Um, but it's like, he was doing it under the guise... Well, I said it made no sense, but he was doing it under the guise of drawing out Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right? But Darth Vader has, has been seen and is known... For being the type of person who likes to antagonize and fuck with his um his prey, really <laughs> realistically, um this is something he did when he fought Luke, uh, hand to hand in both um iterations, as well as what he did when he fought Obi Wan before in the very first Star Wars movie, um or Star Wars Episode Four, if you're about that. But he's not someone that just commits active violence as if you know just to signify like oh I'm evil. It's like, no, it would have made more sense, especially in it as well within be within the realm of Darth Vader, as if he was calling out Obi-Wan. Because again, both of them are force users and they were in close proximity with each other, and Darth Vader couldn't sense Obi-Wan's presence. 
fucking stupid. Uh, Obi-Wan could sense his. So, and then it's essentially, you also have this Obi-Wan being someone who's not really that good at being with the Force. So, also, why would it be that Darth Vader didn't immediately zone, um, zone in on this nigga? No, I don't know. Because I wanted the Force to be whatever I wanted to be. And then, like, get a, a whack-ass scene where Obi-Wan running away like a little bitch and then only, only to get his ass whooped because Darth Vader somehow was able to get in front of him even though he has a fucking big-ass suit respirator and robotic limbs and shit like that and is incredibly powerful with the Force. So there's no way in hell that Obi-Wan should have been spooked or surprised whenever this nigga appeared anywhere because he should be able to fucking sense him or hear him or anything. <laughs> but, you know, bad direction. <laughs> uh, but then you essentially had it to where uh, you know, it's like all this shit was done and established in the first movie, so why not carry that shit over? But going back to what I was saying about Darth Vader, um, it's like like him antagonizing the like him calling out to everyone. He was like, he was like, oh, and he was like, where are you, old man, or something like that. And be like, where are you, Obi Wan? It was like, I'm growing impatient. Them killing people just real easily and just kind of going down the line, dragging people out, and massacring them and whatnot. And then everyone was being like, sir, you're kind of being obsessive. And he just gives a look again, like, yo, you got another time to not shut the fuck up before I make you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, um, you know, have him just calling out Obi-Wan, talking to him and just degrading him, making it and showing Obi-Wan get angry, but essentially putting his own wants uh, aside for the greater good, which is literally the whole reason why he was in, he was on Tatooine in the first fucking place. Um, we're putting putting what he, yeah, putting what he wants. Um, so having it to where it's like, even though Vader keeps pushing him and pushing him, Obi Wan never succumbs to it, and then he instead helps Layla to go. But he just feels even worse because this is even like, and then like he'll say it, and like you have the lady respond to it, or Layla just look as like a child would when a grown, like when someone is speaking about something, and it's like it's not. It's not necessary for a kid to speak every fucking time a grown-up talks, but it's like, it, it's okay. Um, it's better. Like, a child does so much more um, when you keep them quiet during certain dialogue, but you show their reactions to it. Um, you know, but that, that requires actually acting skills. But essentially having it to where um, the chick is, like, con um, reassuring obi-wan as they're like running away and it was like it's okay there's nothing you could have done and it was like with all those forces out there the enforcers and vader and it was like nobody could help those people and it was like and once they see that you're not there then they'll stop and leave they have no choice um and it was like but we need to get out of here and then just have obi-wan be like even more innocent lives that i'm responsible for killing and then it just and then like her trying to like tell him it's like it's not your fault that that is and then him like him looking and like yes it is and then just have it to where Leia is seeing this conversation go down but she doesn't need to respond and then it's just them traveling through the tunnel that's it that's all you needed to do and then just gave like a certain kind of threat element to it to where it was like the time in which they get onto the shuttle. And it was like, oh, they're like, they get swarmed. The, um, the, uh, ex uh, I was the executioner, the, um, inquisitor bitch shows up. Um, what, what are they? Are they inquisitors? Damn. Um, it's a video game I want to play right now. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition. I like that game. But, um, damn. What were they? 
I'm about to say the executioners again. But, you know, the motherfuckers in black. Uh, you could have had them basically being like, oh, something's happening. And then some stormtroopers are like shooting at him and whatnot. And then the chick does a loyal sacrifice or Obi-Wan damn near does a loyal sacrifice. And then you just have Vader, like, finally. And him, like, rushing over, walking off fast to try and get to the little port or whatever. And then the chick leaves. And then he, like, does his little threatening thing to her like he did on the very first Star Wars movie. And you, like, let me, tell me where they went. And she was like, no. And it was like, just know, like, there's others that are again. And he just kill her. And it's like, find him now. Something like that. Just to build up the tension and the angst as well as like the fact that it's like, yeah, for Darth Vader, and it was like, this is a confrontation that I want to happen. And it's like, I need this to happen. Thus justifying the moment when he was like dragging his ass through the coals and shit like that and saying like, you're going to get tortured later on and whatever. And it was like, making that make sense <laughs> because of the fact that it's like, yeah, that got to come from somewhere. And it's like, so if you just showcase that Darth Vader is impatient in terms of wanting Obi-Wan Kenobi, but at the same time, he's not able to get his hands on Obi-Wan Kenobi, it it adds so fucking much. It does. But that would require actually good writing, direction, and, and what you want to call it. Oh, yeah, a fucking brain. Um, but that's not what we're dealing with when it comes to Disney Star Wars. Disney Star Wars, that's so good. The force is female, I tell you. Gay. <laughs> so it just it's just all around bad. Like it's a mess of a show. Um, I believe it's only six episodes, so it's not really a lot because I'm kind of weighing my options on whether or not to watch it. It is such a hot topic to talk about currently um and uh, you know I'm, i would i'll be lying if i didn't say i'm interested to see how they're going to end this because they're already fucking up but i just want to see exactly how this is going to end in a way to for them that they think would be reasonable coming from star wars episode three leading into the very first star wars movie um you know added on tagline here that movie but um <laughs> It, it it would definitely, it, you know, so it's like I'm kind of thinking whether or not, you know, just wait for a synopsis of the whole fucking thing or to actively keep up with it. But who knows? But yeah, this is something that's not worth the watch. If you're not a Star Wars fan, then you definitely have no reason to watch this. And if you're, um, if you are a Star Wars fan, then I urge you not to watch this as this is something that is going to generally upset you gratefully. You know, if you're an idiot that can turn off your brain and look at any fucking thing, then, you know, watch whatever. It doesn't matter. It's all going to blend the same to you. But this shit right here is just kind of, it's getting out of hand. It, it's annoyingly getting out of hand how they're just not, see, not saying that they don't care is is unfair. It's unfair because of the fact that it's like they didn't care. They never did. Saying, you know, it's like it, care was never something that they bothered with. They just been doing what they've been doing because why the fuck not? But if I had to say anything, um, since I've been talking all this time, uh, he said it with, extreme, with extreme relish. <laughs> but uh, if I had to say anything, it's like this isn't worth 
any amount of time. It's not anything that's worth being bought, nor does it make sense uh, canonically with the lore or anything like that. It's not a jumping off point to get into Star Wars, nor is it like anything that's just like you're going to leave understanding so much more about so many different characters after the fact. This is just really, really fucking dumb. It's really, really bad. And seriously, do not believe the hype of the media or whatnot. Disney got a lot of fucking money. But don't believe anything in accordance to the fact of, like, you know, this is this is actually good. People are just haters or anything like that. And it's like, no, this show fundamentally, like, from, from the fucking foundation, is bad. It's just being, let's say movie, this show, it's being filmed terribly. It's being written with horrible dialogue, and it just has these nonsensical moments that are glaring issues towards anyone that's trying to make sure something makes sense or to keep track of anything, which is something fans fucking do. Uh, And yet, we get what we get, you know? Uh, I really don't know. Like, it's it's hard to word this. (laughs) Yeah, I, I wouldn't watch it again, wouldn't buy it, wouldn't do anything. This is just this is just bad. But yeah, don't don't believe yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> don't believe the media. Um, don't believe the media. This shit is really bad. It's really bad, and some people don't want to admit it. Um especially like critics or professionals or anything like that. Cause there's so many things wrong with it. But <laughs> On a, for a foundation, it's built on shit, shit that's sinking, and then they they phoned in the rest of the house. It's shoddy woodwork, terrible, terribly drawn plans, and when it was finished, it basically was um, on its side sinking into more shit. And that's like the perfect analogy um, analogy to explain um, what they've done with the Star Wars franchise. And with that, I think there'll be perfect time for me to end this. So this has been another episode of Fun with Flame. I've been your host, Daniel the Flame, and as always, good people. Hope you have fun. You know what? I am so fucking sleepy. Like, you know, like, like I'm just sleepy. <laughs> just, just tired. I'm, I'm tired of being tired. But if anything, more, more than anything, I'm tired of terrible content. For the love of God. How is it so hard to just make something good? I'm not expecting anything grand coming out from Star Wars of all things, but goddamn it, it's not like this. It's not like this is the first fucking thing Disney has did. Ooh, speaking of which, did anyone watch Sneakerella? Um, like, remember that? What the fuck? <laughs>